Okay. So Hare Krishna. So welcome everyone today. So we'll briefly review what we covered last class. Uh, see, we did verse number fourteen and fifteen, right? Mm. To one point two point fourteen fifteen. Can just read before. Fourteen. Realization of the absolute truth is the ultimate aim of life. It hmm. must be carried out of all means. By all By means. means. Hmm. So, what are different means? We talked about some of the. No, like what did we take home? Like you know, what does it mean? By all means, means. By all means, means. ியஸ் Then they will think, you know, I one minute also, one second also, I don't want to waste. I just want to use it in Krishna service. Some examples we talked about, right? Different um, some examples of how we proper, you know, we didn't waste time, and we talked about his routine. And one uh, practical example of one Mataji with a child, we talked about, right? Yeah. How for six minutes she goes and reads Bhagavatam, yeah. you know, like that. So we should also think about, you know, what are the small small pockets I have. you know in spite of taking care of children or work or whatever maybe can i have the 2 minutes where i can read or listen or something we should do like that some other points we talked then uh, then pro- what is the second point shil purpose says in this purport generally this tendency of hearing glorifying remembering worshiping is there must be turned to the real object of glorification பாடி But whereas if you glorify Krishna, we talked about different points how it's going to help us, like how you know it's it gives complete satisfaction, right? And uh, it helps us get out of cycle of birth and death, and gives us love for Krishna. So it qualifies us to. It gives the relief from the misery, uh, anchoring, lamentation. Yeah. So all these points. So better we point everything towards Krishna, make us ultimate, make him the. So does that mean you know? So does that mean what about the role of devotees? Because Rupert is saying we should uh, glorify only Krishna. So what about devotees? You mean glorify devotees? Yeah, we can glorify devotees because they are again connected to Krishna. Yeah. So Krishna means Krishna and his devotees. Krishna is yeah. never alone. Yeah. So we don't never see a picture of Krishna alone, right? He is always with either cows or calves or. Uh, you know cowherd boys or gopis and gopas everybody right so he is never alone krishna means krishna's devotees so if you glorify krishna's pure devotees it's in line with glorifying krishna 
that's the point actually Prabhupada tells in today's verses where how serving a devotee of the Lord is actually much better than worshipping the Lord text number 15 then the sages or the Sutta Goswami is asking a rhetorical question right you know okay so if we get so much benefit by serving the Lord and our karma reactionary work is going to get cut then why who is that person who is so intelligent or who dumb so dumb who will not pay attention to this somebody connected okay right so then there is a point about what definition shall proper defines what is liberation that is in the liberation means he is freedom from the cycle of reactionary work yeah so bhakti gives not only just liberation it also gives pure love for Krishna and he talks about different processes Jnana Yoga and Karma Yoga they can also give us liberation that's because they are tinged with devotional service but whereas Bhakti Yoga is independent, independent of Karma and Jnana but it gives both Bhakti and it gives both uh, liberation as well as Prema so we um, so then Prabhupada in the next paragraph he says any sensible man who is above the average man should constantly remember the personality of Godhead by hearing about Him, glorifying Him, and remembering Him, and worshipping Him always, without cessation. That is perfect way of devotional service. And then he talks about how Goswamis have chalked out ways for all uh, Varnas and Ashramas people to make progress in devotional service. What you can sit here. Yeah. So, then they have given way or means by which everybody different oneness and ashramas can make spiritual progress. I'll come closer and make it like circle. No, that's okay. Your home? All homes? Oh, really? We are there coming here. They're coming, they're coming. So, my house is a mess. So, I was trying to get it done in an hour. When are they coming to your home? I'll schedule for you. Hare Krishna. Yeah. So we'll do today's section then, verse number 16 and 17. So very, very interesting section starts from 16. So this section 16 to 21 talks about progressive stages of bhakti. Like how one, just by hearing, from hearing, how gradually bro makes progresses until even prema. Within this six verses, 16 to 25 verses. Imagine how fast is the progress actually, very, very rapid. So it's very crucial to understand these verses very clearly and have faith, you know, that this devotion service is going to actually give, give me prema. So let's read this verse, verse number 16. Shushusho Shaddha Dhanasya Shushusho Shaddha Dhanasya Vasudeva Khataruchi Vasudeva Khataruchi Shen Mahatseva Yavipra Shen Mahatseva Yavipra Punyatirthani Sevanath Punyatirthani Sevanath O twice-born sages, by serving those devotees who are completely freed from all vice, great service is done. By such service, one gains affinity for hearing the messages of Vasudeva. So somebody may think, you know, like earlier verses, earlier verse it said, one should worship, hear, hear, glorify, remember and worship. Then somebody may say, oh, I don't have taste for hearing. You know, I like to hear about movies or movie actors or, you know, politicians and all the gossip, everything I have, because that's how we have been conditioned. So, but then I don't have any taste for Krishna Katha. The moment I hear, I fall asleep or, no, I don't feel like staying there. It's like, you know, one way or whatever reasons we have. 
So I don't have any taste. So how do I begin to develop the taste? So this verse is starting that key, is giving a key to how to begin, how, so what's the solution? Solution to get the taste for hearing? Serving those devotees who are... By serving those devotees who are free from all vice means pure devotees or great devotees, mm -hmm. the one automatically gains affinity for hearing the messages of Supreme Personality of God. So we might have noticed in our own spiritual life, like initially we don't have any taste. Somehow, you know, just we come once in Sunday feast. But gradually while doing service in temple or serving some devotees, somehow, you know, we started developing, oh, I want to actually now listen. Maybe whole day if I listen also, I don't mind, you know, that's how we get the taste because of this. So this is, uh, Prabhupada says very nicely in the purport that how it works, nobody understands, he says. You know, this, uh, how by serving the servant of the Lord, how can one make advancement? It's very mysterious. Uh, he says, human mind cannot understand the logic, how it works. But that's how it works because devotees are very dear, dear to the Lord and when we serve the devotees, Krishna is pleased. Like example we have, right? Like parent has children. So, we can give a gift to mother or some, something, you know, sari or something to the mother. But more, if the child is given some gift, right, and child makes, becomes happy because of some, you know, if you give some laddu to the child or something, mother is even more pleased, right, more than her, if she receives something. Because, you know, because of the love she has for the child. So, she, because all the time she is thinking a child wants to, she, she wants a child to be happy. So, when somebody makes the child happy, she becomes even more happy. Like he or she, you know, father. Like that Krishna wants, wants to see pure devotees very happy and glorious. He wants to, pure devotees want to glorify Krishna every moment. Similarly, Krishna wants to glorify pure devotees every moment. That's why we see, you know, all this, our, uh, you know, Prabhupada disciples, even Srila Prabhupada, Every minute in their life, they are devoted to serving and glorifying the Lord. But what you, what, what the end result? They became glorified in the whole worlds, right? Mm -hmm. So all the sannyasis, everybody, they are glorious. Everybody knows their names. Everybody knows their activities. That's because Krishna wants to glorify them again in reciprocation, because they are so dear to the Lord. So similarly, you know, if we hurt the devotees, then you know, if we offend the devotees, Lord also takes serious offense. The same thing up, 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 up applies, yeah. So, in the first, uh, okay, these points a little bit spread, spread out in this uh, purport. So, yeah, let's read some points from the notes and then after that we will come to the paragraph purport. So, first point Prabhupada says, devotees of God are very confidential associates of the Lord. They come to save human society from the dangers of godlessness. So, this is a key actually, I, many of you might have heard. So, confidential associates. Confidential associates means what? They know the inner mood of the Lord. So they serve that inner mood. What is the inner mood of the Lord? He wants to, what is the purpose of the Lord in, from, the, from all of us in the material world? To come back back to God. That's the only thing He wants. He doesn't want in one purpose, purpose says very clearly, Lord doesn't want conditioned souls to suffer repeated birth and death. It's, it pains Him actually. So it's from the heart he feels, he wills that all the devotees come back, all the people come back to him. And sometimes he cannot directly approach people who are atheistic because then, they, then he cannot be impartial. Because he has to be impartial, he has to give chance for atheistic people also to be atheistic. So in order to maintain his impartiality, at the same time fulfill his desires to get people back home, he employs his devotees to do that service of bringing them back. You got the key? 
Lord wants to deliver the devotees, but at the same time he has to be neutral, he has to give room for everybody's independence. So he cannot force them. So what he does through his devotees, he tries to get them back home. So he achieves two purposes by this. One is, his, he remains his impartiality and second one is, he gives glory to his devotees by doing that. Somebody may say, Lord Chaitanya Mahaprabhu himself said, like you know, Lord, Lord, Krishna, Lord Krishna's names will be spread every town and village. Then Prabhupada's followers, somebody asked, you know, why Lord Chaitanya didn't do it? He did only in India, why can't, he could have done it. Well, Lord personally, he could have done it. Then Prabhupada said, he gave us some work to do. He left some work for us to do. Similarly, Prabhupada also could have done. But so many, still so much work has to be done for all of us to take part and help in the mission and in turn become glorious. Or become instruments of the Lord and you know, qualify us, qualify ourselves to go back and back to God by helping the Chaitanya Sankirtan movement. So that is the confidential service. That's why they are called confidential associates. Because they, they come to save the human society from dangers of godlessness. So there are some points Prabhupada says in the Purpotas. First point, they preach according to particular time and place. So they are Acharyas. They know how to apply the principles given from you know Shastras and by the other Acharyas according to time, place and circumstances. Do you know any of the, like some incidents, how Srila Prabhupada has applied according to time, place, how some changes he made without changing the essence? How he did something innovative or even our Acharya, something innovative in order to achieve this purpose. Do you know? Actually, Papa came to US. He didn't bring the full thing to US the way it is in India. Mm-hmm. He, uh, he, because he wanted to attract the hippies. Yeah. So he tried to, like, like for example, I heard about Ikadashi. Like for us, when we started Ikadashi in Guyana, we only use roots. But in America, they have so many, like, uh, mm. one, and like Prabhupada said, just don't eat grains. Mm-hmm. So all these things, they, mm-hmm. they apply. So it's like a certain adjustment I heard he made mm-hmm. for the devotees in yeah. America. Any other America. points you remember? For example, um, even Bhakti Siddhanta, right? At that time, sadhus are not supposed to deal so much with material energy. But he says, you know, everything I'm going to use it in Krishna's energy. So he rode in Rolls Royce, Rolls Royce, you know, cars. He used the cars, he used the planes, he used the bus, he used the printing presses. You know, those times, and even when Prabhupada time also, people said, you know, you're going to cross the three, seven oceans. A sadhu, it's not meant to cross. But he said, you know, for preaching, I'm going to do. Many things. Um, that time, India generally, you know, women and men are segregated. But when he saw Western culture, how much they are intermingled, he felt, you know, it's not practical. So he said, okay, let me make brahmacharis, let me make brahmacharinis, let them get married and serve Chaitanya's movement together. So it is said Bhakti Siddhanta conquered the uh, Sankirtan movement through his brahmacharis and sannyasis. Prabhupada conquered the movement through his Gruhastha disciples. You know, that's a wonder Prabhupada did. Many other things like, Nobody, Prabhupada is the first one who gave Brahman initiation to women. He's the first one. Until that time, it was given. It was not given. Even Bhakti Siddhanta gave only to men. Prabhupada understood that, you know, this culture, how it is, and um, it's important that, you know, women also who has the ability to dress, they can be engaged proper way. So he gave the chance. But he told we will not give Brahman thread to women, only men, because they can be contaminated for some time, right? Yeah. In the past, yeah. Yeah. So, so many things. So, if you see all of this, it's not like 
um, you know, its deviations. He is applying the principles according time, place, and we see it's successful. We see that everybody, it's helping everybody make progress in Krishna consciousness. But at the same time, that can be done only by Acharya. So we cannot suddenly step up and according to time, place, circumstances in my home, I am going to apply these principles. <laughs> we cannot do like that. So now we apply right now whatever is given by our Acharyas. So then he says second point, we can read the second point. They urge people to become devotees of the Lord. Yeah. So then they try to uh, remove godlessness and they try to be, make people devotees of the Lord. So Haridas Thakur and uh, Nityananda Mahaprabhu, Nityananda Prabhu, they received instruction from Chaitanya Mahaprabhu to grow and give this message to everyone. So they went and approached anybody and everybody, you know, just, um, just chant Krishna, you know, sing about Krishna, serve Krishna, like that they went and just people were sleeping, drunkards, everybody, they woke them and they started telling this message and obviously they had to face some situations because of that. But that's how the devotees are, they, they cannot, talk. they are paradukkha dukkhi. So they know what is suffering in the world, what is real suffering and they, they know what is real happiness. So they cannot tolerate other suffering, so they want to awaken people to Krishna consciousness. And third point Srila Prabhupada says, you can read Mataji, the, even the asuras, even the asuras are gradually rectified. rectified. Yeah, so Prabhupada, actually point Prabhupada says, you can read the second bullet in that, they are put into lower and lower state. They are put into lower and lower state of ignorance like after life and therefore have no information. Yeah, so Asuras generally, Krishna, because of their atheistic nature towards them, by definition, by design of material nature, they are put into lower and lower state of ignorance so that they don't commit more offenses. If you are more covered up, they cannot speak and commit offenses. That's why they are given lower forms of life. But even those people, Krishna senses devotees to deliver them. Like Muni travels even to Patal Loka, all these people to somehow give them mercy. So that's the great wonder of pure devotees. No, they are um, they are equipoised, or rather, they are they don't they don't discriminate. It's not like you know this person uttamadikari. So they don't discriminate among you know okay, he is qualified, he is not qualified. They just give the mercy, and whoever is qualified receives it and makes advancement. Purity is a force. As the same, purity is a force. Purity is a force. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Even Lord Chaitanya Mahaprabhu in the Jarikan forest, he gave mercy to animals also, right? Yeah. Like that. So then next point, um, fourth point you can read, Mataji. They don't falsely claim themselves to be God. So these are some of the points of you know, pure devotees. They don't falsely claim themselves to be God. Even, um, so then one point Prabhupada says, you can read that no one should be, no one should be accepted as God or an incarnation of God unless he is confirmed by the revealed scriptures. Srila Prabhupada speaks to, to a guest who says, I am God. So there was an incident where one person in the public lecture, Prabhupada was speaking about Krishna, like suddenly says, you know, oh, I am God. Then like that, you know, it's okay, you sit down, no, okay, I'll talk with you later, Prabhupada said. said, no, 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 you are saying about God, I am God actually, why don't you accept? He was hallucinated, all this thing. Then Prabhupada said, okay, please accept my humble obeisances, but you please sit down. <laughs> 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 so, you know, like that many people say I am God, but pure devotees, they, they cannot tolerate themselves being called God. Actually, that's the next point. So, the point, Prabhupada's one incident, one lecture, Prabhupada gives this example of a, a business firm's representative. So, he acts, pure devotee acts like a representative. So, how does a business business firm representative act? 
wherever he goes on behalf of the business he tries to make profit for the business he doesn't make personal profit he doesn't go for okay okay i'll i'll have a deal 50 70% will go to the business 30% i'll keep it in my pocket at least you know pure representative doesn't do it otherwise he'll be caught and he'll put in jail he'll be put in jail so that's how a firm's representative acts similarly representative of krishna he canvasses on behalf of the lord it's not like going in front of people saying you know i am god right so and the, the example is very clear right so that's the example prabhupad gives and the next point fifth point they they never tolerate being called god so there are two different little bit slightly different yes, points one is they don't claim the other one is if somebody says they don't keep quiet so if you keep quiet also means you are encouraging it accepting it so that's what they somebody said you know some swami ji they they have been he they they call people god him god so somebody challenged him you know why are you calling yourself god he said no i don't call myself somebody else others are calling me god see what's the point is the same thing right uh, um, so prabhupada also actually there was some discrepancy in our movement in the initial days uh, there were lot of centers being established and it was going on a rapid fire everything and all the senior disciples are being empowered and they just go set up movement uh, centers everywhere like that so suddenly some of the senior leaders i don't know which which how many years after prabhupada started it happened exactly the years i didn't find out so some of the senior disciples started spreading this news that actually prabhupada is god so slowly the news came to shila prabhupada and he became very angry with them and then he said you know okay he had to take strict action so he sent them out of the movement let them go then again they came and begged forgiveness everything and then uh, slowly you know again he accepted them but he had to make that step otherwise it's going to be like a poison it's mayavadi philosophy it's going to be poison and it's going to spread spread everywhere so prabhupada was very so for him he already got the position power everything if he had little bit impurity prabhupada would have nicely you know okay i didn't even know what's happening in this temple right he can say you know i'm not aware of this and he'd let it go on but see how he is very careful you know because it's an offense towards the lord you know he is he came to chastise people who call themselves god he cannot be himself treated like god and actually one of them was brahmananda prabhu so he came back again and recently he left his body so yeah and then there is an incident of lord chaitanya mahaprabhu also he was lord chaitanya mahaprabhu is god himself but he comes in in the mood of a devotee and uh, and he is in disguise so not many people know that he is supreme lord only few confidential associates know him the people who know him used to address him as god in sometimes in public and immediately lord chaitanya mahaprabhu used to close his ears and say vishnu 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 you know what like you know i heard something wrong it's like that you know immediately you say lord's name right yeah yeah like that he says you know vishnu vishnu you know what are they saying so prabhupada says that uh, that's how lord uh, establishes he wants to set up example that one should not never came the claim themselves to be god so then prabhupada talks about how this devotee should be respected um you know these are different points from the purport i collected and put it together so we can read one by one one god god so he should be respected as god not he is god so we have we discussed this incident right of uh, during initial first first time first initiation of disciples of prabhupada what happened do you remember we discussed this in the class so when uh, first few disciples they want they were getting ready for first initiation so then prabhupada was giving discourse the day earlier 
and then he started saying that you know one should worship spiritual master as God. Any questions? No questions and he walked out. Everybody was puzzled. Oh, what is this? Somebody was saying, Oh, uh, Swamiji threw a bomb on us. So far he started telling that, you know, I am devotee of God and we should worship God. Now suddenly he said he is God. It's, everything is God. You know, it's whatever the philosophy, everything is bogus now. So everybody was so uh, confused. They didn't know how to confront, how to, you know, ask, clarify this with Srila Prabhupada. So finally they found some few devotees who are used to talking to Srila Prabhupada, they found them and they tried to explain them the situation and they sent them to talk. Then they went and they asked, before initiation they asked the day, morning, the morning, Srila Prabhupada, you said, you know, spiritual master should be worshipped as God. What does it mean? He's God. No, no, no. He said he's worshipped as God. Means he should be, he's, he deserves equal respect as God because he's representative of God, because he's taking you back to God. You should be given as much respect. But God is God. Devotee is devotee. You know, he is not God. He clarified. Then everybody was so happy and they went back. Then somebody else who was narrating the story, one of Prabhupada's disciples, he was saying, Srila Prabhupada used a technique here. The technique for learning, one technique is, is to let people struggle with the problem or ambiguity and let them come back with question. Prabhupada, uh, that devotee was telling if if the disciples wouldn't have come back asking question, probably Prabhupada wouldn't have revealed it at all or he wouldn't have even initiated something he was telling, you know. Because the mood of a disciple is to ask submissive inquiries. Right, one of the first qualification. So that's what this devotee's realization was that, that, like you know, Prabhupada used a technique to check them and also make sure that they, um, you know, come back to him. Like a test. Yeah, test exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so then some other points. Second point. Yeah. Powerful incarnations of the Lord. So they are powerful incarnations of the Lord. So even uh, Srila Prabhupada, one of his god brothers, was calling him as Shaktiaveshavatara. No, the based on the amount of things he accomplished in such a short moment. Shaktavesh avatars are like Vyasadeva oh, and this Narada Muni. No, so they are empowered in a particular principle. Like you know, Narada Muni is empowered for devotional service. Like that. They are empowered for a particular particular type. Not They are not uh, direct expansions of the Lord. They are uh, empowered by Lord's potency. And other point, sons of the, sons of the Lord. Servants of the Lord. Servants of the Lord, the associates of the Lord, Mahatmas are Tirtas. So this is how glorious are the devotees. These are some ways we can, um, you know, respect them. This is how we should respect them. So now, um, let's read. Um, let's read so, the last so paragraph. I have a question for the Mahatmas or the children who are there. Really? No, he's saying they are addressed as Mahatma. You know, great soul. They are addressed, they are respected as Mahatmas, means like uh, they are addressed as Mahatmas, ugly, great souls. Tirtas means holy people. Tirta means holy people. Uh, so let's read the last paragraph in the purport. Yeah. The servants of God come to propagate God consciousness and intelligent people should cooperate with them in every respect by serving the servant of God. One can please God more than by directly serving the Lord. The Lord is more pleased when he sees that his servants are properly respected because such servants risk every way, everything for the service of the Lord. Lord and so are very dear to the Lord. 
the Lord declares in the Bhagavad Gita 18.69 that no one is dearer to him than one who risks everything to preach his glory. By serving the servants of the Lord, one gradually gets the quality of such servants and thus one becomes qualified to hear the glories of God. The eagerness to hear about God is the first qualification of a devotee eligible for entering the kingdom of God. Mm. So why serving the devotees of the Lord uh, makes Lord more pleasing, pleasing to the Lord? So the devotee says, we talked about that, but especially in this purport, what Prabhupada says? Lord is more pleased when he sees that he serves. Why? Because? Our servants risk everything for the service mm. of Lord. So they are very dear to the Lord. Because they are serving, they are every minute, they are risking their life actually, you know. It's very um, risky preaching the moment because everybody is against the Lord, atheistic. Demoniac, so even they can kill devotees actually. In many places it happened like that. But devotees, they don't care. Whatever happens, until last minute, let me glorify the Lord. So that's why they are very dearer to the Lord. And if we serve them, assist them in any way, we make rapid advancement. Actually, that's a secret of making advancement. Secret of success is to assist our spiritual master or if we have trust in some other devotees. Now, if you somehow serve them, servant, the more farther we are, the more advancement we make actually. Initially it feels like, oh no, I have to be close to spiritual master, I have to close to the senior devotees, I want to only serve them, you know, others I don't want to serve. But if you slowly, if after a little bit advancement, Krishna reveals to the us, like if we have that humility, we understand that, you know, oh, I cannot, I am not qualified to serve those, those big people, you know, I may commit offenses, but rather I will serve their servants. So in serving them, I learn how to serve, I'll get training, I'll get everything and I'll get more mercy actually. Because I'm going further away being servant of the servant, Krishna gives me more mercy. So, so magic actually, you know, this all, because the spiritual life, the, it's all about humility. So the more humbler we are, the more we feel unqualified to serve the Lord, the more we are qualified to serve the Lord. Yeah. Even spiritual master for that matter, it is said one can we cannot we don't don't know how to serve spiritual master. Initially I was like that. When I was I was like that too. <laughs> yeah, when I was newly initiated, like, oh, okay, you know, I want to be, you know, I want to serve him, I want to do this, I want to do this. But I realized, slowly realized, I'm making so many mistakes. And especially, you know, they are so pure, they're like fire. You cannot go close until you are very pure, that you just get burnt. If you go close to fire, what happens? You get burnt, right? <laughs> so yeah, then you get burnt, and actually, if you commit more offenses, your spiritual life can get even set back. So very dangerous so but somehow you know I realized my mistake and got the message and everything and then then I came to an humble position that you know okay let me serve his servants let me serve them nicely and through that I'll get the mercy and uh, that way worked and slowly I got the mercy and now somehow our spiritual master also is little bit happy with us so yeah so by that actually I had so much uh, training under them actually you know that much training it's very impossible for spiritual masters to spend so much time on each and every individual to train, right? That's why we have senior devotees who can who can share their training with us. So if we have good fortune to work with somebody more experienced, of course it's like fire, you know, many Matajis sometimes here are facing, you know, like they're working on that, we are working on the website team and all. So sometimes, you know, whatever training I received, I had to act like that, you know, what can I do? 
so i'll be very strict on deadlines i have to get things done at a particular time so everybody will be like you know they have so much work things to do but mataji wants it so they have to prioritize so much but now maybe it's tough for them but overall if you see one year two years later if you reflect on this period you'll feel it's so wonderful actually you know that opportunity it's very rare to get to get trained by somebody and also to you know all these subtleties of how to perform service you know in a way it's very presentable otherwise we do the way we want nobody sees what we do right nobody corrects what we do right how but if we have that opportunity that somebody can guide us everything it's a very very wonderful opportunity yeah, yeah. Okay to say no like when we are like already overwhelmed yeah, with service Yeah. I have that problem. Like, I can't yeah, say I mean, no. Yeah, it's like I'm like wondering like if I'm not saying no, I'm taking it up and I'm like burdening myself yes. and I cannot do either this or that. I mean, like, it will be in the middle. So, I mean, is it offense to say like no, 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 no. to them no, no, no. that I cannot? No, no, no. That's actually real humility. Real humility is understand what my capacity is, what my responsibilities are, what my you know obligations are, how I can fulfill those properly and keep cool. because i also notice in something extra i do so i maybe i sleep less or something happens and i show it on the kids unnecessarily you know so i am affecting my main service actually that's a, that's not good i am struggling to myself to work with this but no uh, because of false ego sometimes we don't want to say no because we we want to create an impression that i can do things actually you know that's at a certain level you know if you want to analyze why i am not able to say no it's because of false ego because that i obligation oh mataji yeah so i should do it like sometimes it happens that's like true that. because uh, yeah of course because you know we receive so much something from them mm-hmm. maybe they helped us in our spiritual life something that i want to yeah. i want to reciprocate but it's okay you know they the people who are in that position to help you in spiritual life they should be responsible enough and they should be mature enough to understand that they are doing selflessly they are not doing because they are expecting something from you right if we do like that then they they have to work on that you understand the point so at the same time the heart will be that okay i am very grateful to such and such mataji or prabhu ji is helping me so at whatever in some situation i want to reciprocate with them some way or the other some form or the that should be the heart yeah. but at the same time how it's expressed it depends on your particular situation yeah. you know what situations you have with kids and all those things so and definitely if that person per other person is mature enough they will not break the relationship yeah. and if it is it break they break the relationship then better it breaks because we don't want such relationships right so sometimes no problem like krishna is sending the Sorry. service to me yeah. so like should i refuse it this krishna trusting my faith or something like that but then i will try to accept it but then if i can't do it then i will say well it's a, it's a situation where i really cannot do yeah. it you know but sometimes i feel sad to say no yeah because i feel like maybe krishna wanted me that's to a good attitude actually you know there's a very nice the, i also noticed in my own spiritual life the difference you know when we get service initially in the neophyte stage or in, when i was very new, new or you know immature i used to say no because oh i don't want to do it it's like you know it's i am the center 
oh i don't i don't like certain things to do i don't want to do it right but as we ad- make advancement we see oh this service is given by krishna how unfortunate i am that i don't have the capacity to do it i wish i could do it i wish so i feel sorry that i cannot do it please you know i am feeling very sorry i cannot do it similarly um yeah this consciousness i saw some somebody having it actually somebody said an incident or something i don't know they shared one mataji somewhere like she was sharing the con- she was comparing i think maybe navkishori she was comparing her consciousness with somebody else's consciousness she was saying in such an incident somebody was inviting um, them or asking them to make some prasadam or something navkishori would have maybe somebody else maybe i'm misquoting yeah so, so that person was saying i i would have told her that you know oh yeah i am busy you know i cannot do it right now but the other person is saying i wish i could have yeah, i got this service i wish i could have done it but i am so sorry i cannot do it you know please forgive me so the attitude is so different the attitude is we are considering service as mercy and i wish i can accept more mercy but i am not able to do it please kindly forgive me so that attitude makes so much difference that's a very wonderful attitude you have so yesterday also i was you know we are trying to get some help with videos we are doing videos with the kids right so somehow or the other um, i have uh, been asking several people and somehow everybody is busy this time so somehow we got in touch with nisha mataji i don't know many of you know she also had the son almost same age as our kids like two and a half years or three years now she is carrying with the second child so suddenly you know she she got the message and she called back actually then i was explaining everything and she said oh mataji i know this service requires lot of dedication and so much this thing i know this so i cannot commit that much but i feel whatever services comes to me i feel it's sent by krishna so i cannot i'm grateful for that so i want to do something i want to do something in this effort so okay let me do this much then i said okay that's wonderful whatever you want to do that best actually that works for us i'll get other person to help with other piece so we can do it together then i felt so inspired by the attitude she had actually such a wonderful attitude she feels she feels whatever service comes is coming from krishna so how can i uh, what can i do if i cannot do everything can i do little bit maybe can i give somebody else who can help with that right so somebody is asking us help so we can maybe give a pointer we can give maybe you know do you mataji maybe that mataji is looking for service maybe do you think you can ask her or maybe you know something yeah. to help that situation so we can always try to do that way like recently i had a situation where gopi uh, manga gopi mataji is making an outfit and she really needs someone to help her cutting the blouse and she didn't find anybody to help her so she came to me and I'm like Mataji with my schedule with the kids I'm so busy but night time when I put them to sleep I can try to do a little bit so I did a little bit but then now it become a problem for me that I can't finish everything so then I I said Mataji please I can't really work with everything but if you can find somebody now since it's summer break maybe they can finish up so like but I, I gave it back to her yeah. and I feel guilty that I didn't finish it huh. so I feel like Krishna probably is testing me somehow no that's okay what can you do right already our plate is so full and yeah but i was trying to do yeah that's very good that's finish. yeah that's mataji that's fine Something that's what krishna like krishna is giving me the service but i can't finish yeah that's okay no don't need to feel guilty because it's not that we are just we have to check ourselves you know always i feel i also notice myself initial stages 
we always compare with others we see you know that mantaji is doing these these services we may our service may be different nature in nature it may be different so we feel you know i am not doing that service that particular service you know maybe preaching or whatever we attracted to oh that mantaji is doing preaching or that mantaji is doing this you know sunday fees or you know she is cooking uh, in uh, hosting people no i am not doing that particular service but if you see our plate what we need to do what i realized every time i try to get, uh, get back or rather how how i fix myself is what i do is what we need to do is the moment to moment in my life i am engaging myself in krishna service that's the only check we need to do not about this service that service or something like that moment to moment am i serving krishna it may be different variety of service if you do that then that's enough because the service may be different somebody may have to work somebody may have to cook somebody may have to take care of children right otherwise we always keep comparing and we never be satisfied with what we have when i am working we think okay oh that mataji has kids i want to have kids when i am having kids i think that mataji is working i want to have i want to go to work right so this keeps going like this so at least the practical thing i felt which helped me was always come back to okay check myself moment to moment am i engaging myself okay if not then that particular time if i have half an hour which i'm free can i do something for krishna can i read a book you know i have so many aspirations i want to read books i means generally anybody i have to ha- we need so many aspirations there so many books propad gave you know i can help in preaching or so many things i have can i do something closer to that goal so i don't know all of you have this Actually, many of kids like more about krishna yeah teach me kids about krishna yeah so many things okay so the last point uh, shri prabhat says very very crucial last line the eagerness to hear about god is the first qualification of a devotee eligible for entering the kingdom of god it's a very very you know fundamental point prabhat saying not just hearing he's talking about eagerness to hear mm. see that's the, basically that's a bhava that's a feeling like you know i am i am i'm thirsting to hear like you know when we are thirsty there is so we, that's a feeling is there right that i want to drink water there is so much intense desire so that's what it is eagerness to hear means i'm really dying to hear about the lord i've so much you know otherwise my life is vacant it's a desert it's it's dry no i just want to hear about the lord there is a very nice lecture radhanath maharaj gave about about many lecture about eagerness if you search for eagerness you get so many lectures he especially one lecture eagerness to hear and chant attracts mercy of the lord that's what you can re- listen to that it's all about eagerness how no he elaborates on the same principle how based on eagerness lord reciprocates and he gives more and more um, mercy so how to develop that eagerness we already discussed but if you don't have that eagerness we serve pure devotees then we get the eagerness so text number 17 we'll go to the next verse then he talks about what is the result of one who has eagerness to hear what happens now how krishna reciprocates with such a devotee that's we'll see in text number 17 shunvatam svakata krishna shunvatam svakata krishna punya shravana kirtana punya shravana kirtana hridayantasto hi abhadrani hridayantasto hi abhadrani vidnoti suhrutsatam vidnoti suhrutsatam shri krishna the personality of god it who is the paramatma super soul in everyone's heart and the benefactor of the truthful devotee cleanses desire for material enjoyment from the heart of the devotee who has developed the urge to hear his messages which are in themselves virtuous when properly heard and chanted 
So what happens is Krishna who is a Paramatma in everyone's heart and he is a benefactor of the truthful devotee. Truthful means sincere devotee. What does he do in reciprocation? Cleanses the desire for material enjoyment, enjoyment from the heart of a devotee who has developed this urge or eagerness to hear his messages. And these messages are virtuous when they are properly heard and chanted. So the way Krishna reciprocates is from within the heart he cleanses the heart of material enjoyment just by hearing so somebody may you know if you, somebody may try to understand oh i'm keep hearing hearing you know how am i going to make my advancement what what is the pro, what's happening actually internally so what's happening is when we develop that urge to hear krishna from within sees that then he starts okay this devotee wants to come closer to me i am going to remove all the blocks of their desires to material enjoyment so that he can easily focus on me more and more Sometimes it feels like um, like the Maya is like throwing the test, right? Like giving more attraction. Sometimes it feels that way. Okay, but of course we some know Maya is trying to test me right now. But like here it shows that Krishna will personally like cannot cleanse the desires, but Maya is trying to test again. Yes. Yeah, especially when we are very new and we are just stepping into Krishna consciousness, we can strongly feel the presence of Maya, how much she's because we are just entering, right? So it's easy for her to pull us back. Like for example, you want to wake up in the morning, you woke up, let's say I woke up for like five, six days continuously but the seventh day or something, something the attraction or something, the disturbance happens such a way that I cannot wake up in the morning and like it feels like it's not cooperating. Yeah. Sometimes. Yeah, sometimes also we have to see how practical, you know, the, whatever we are trying to achieve, is it practical? Sometimes, you know, we didn't have enough sleep means it's very difficult to get up. So we have to see all those things. Based on that, we can make a commitment. Otherwise, we can do only for three days after that. So let's, we can take steps which are very, we can sustain over a period of time. It may be little, little, like somebody was saying, uh, Gauranga Prabhu once told in the class, like in order to make any change in your schedule, he says it takes five years to get it. Something like that, he was saying like that, it may take such much time. Like in, let's say right now you are getting up at 6 o'clock, you want to get up at 4 o'clock or something like that, it may take that much time. But you have to work incrementally on it. So you cannot jump one day getting up like that, you know, you have to, okay, let me start getting up half an hour early, let me do it for 6 months. Then let me get up half an hour. So you have to change everything, right? You have to sleep early, then whole, if you are family, then everybody has to work out like, oh, it's, it's a, such a... You know, somehow it's such a struggle. That's why in such struggle, when we make an endeavor which is, which is so seems to Krishna like this is going, this is for Krishna for, to come closer to Krishna. Krishna appreciates it so much because he knows there are so many ways we can forget him. Right? So many ways we can involve ourselves and keep ourselves busy. You know, not remembering him. But still, despite all of that, we are somehow or the other struggling, struggling and Krishna, I still want to you, I want to come back to you, I want to remember you. We do that, that's what Krishna accepts. He sees that, you know, a small baby is trying to walk, it falls down all the time. But parents think that that baby is still walking or, you know, they appreciate so much the efforts the baby is putting. It's like that. We are all just faltering in our devotional life. But the endeavors we are making, it's so pleasing to Guru and Krishna. And because of their, their pleasure, again we get more mercy, more strength, so we can again pick up ourselves and move forward. So we just have to try. We just have to try. According to by all means, as we discussed last class, by all means we have to try. That's the sincerity. Sincerity means we should always check ourselves, always, you know, am I giving my full to Krishna? 
Am I giving my full to Krishna? Then always we find there is some room, okay. No, in this case, I wasted my time. In this case, you know, I not didn't take care of kids properly. In this case, I didn't deal with this Mataji properly. So many places we can so much improve. Prabhupada also said we should do the needful. Yeah. So if we find that, okay, this is something I want to do, but then it cannot happen, then we'll slowly, we have the desire, so it will come sometime, mm. but we just do whatever we can manage at the mm-hmm. moment. Yeah, that's very nice. Okay. Yeah, in this purport we'll see one striking statement Srila Prabhupada says. How what is Krishna's mood towards his you know aspiring devotee? Uh, okay, so let's read few points from the notes and then we'll read the second paragraph. So what the point Srila Prabhupada says is first paragraph Srila Prabhupada elaborates on Lord's mercy in giving us the holy name. So this is actually connection between the earlier words. So let's read this points. The Lord is so kind. In the from the notes, okay, the Lord is so kind to us that He can be He can be present before us personally in the form of transcendental sound. Lord's holy name is as powerful as the Lord. Messages of the personality of Godhead, Sri Krishna, are not different from Him. Whenever there is an yeah. Whenever offenseless hearing and glorification of Lord, a God are undertaken, Lord Krishna is present there in the form of transcendental sound. Tatra Tristami Narada Yatra Yatra Gayanti Madhbhakta Padma Purana from Prabhupada Purana. Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu declares clearly that the holy name of the Lord has all the potencies of the Lord. Nam Nam Akari Bauda. Unfortunately, we have no taste for hearing and glorifying the Lord's name and activities. Taste is developed through the medium of service to the pure devotee of the Lord. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so in this paragraph, first paragraph, Prabhupada is talking about how Lord is so merciful. He has given his holy name and that holy name has same potency because Lord has invested all his potencies in his holy name. Because it's non different from him, it has all the potencies. So that's why wherever offenseless hearing and chanting is performed, Lord is personally present there. So Krishna says uh, this Padma Purana, there's a verse, the Lord says that I'm not I'm not in the yogi's hearts. I'm not um, and there are different things, I don't remember the translation exactly. But I am resident where my devotees chant and hear about me. So any occasion like that for example, any class or any kirtan we do, somehow we feel so much transcendental pleasure. That's because Lord is so pleased that He is present. Like, you know, many times somebody will say like, Oh, Mataji, you know, class is so nice, everything, right? Then we feel like, you know, it's because they are feeling Krishna's presence, actually. It's not about... Because there is pure, so-called pure, you know, chanting and hearing, then automatically Krishna's presence we can feel. And then Lord Chaitanya Mahaprabhu says, so, so, so many potencies on the holy name. Who knows this verse? Namna makari bahuda nijasarva shaktis tatra pita niyamita smarane nakala eta drishita vakripa bhagavan mamapi durdaiva midrisham miha janina anuragaha anuraga na anuragaha. So I don't have any taste for this holy name. You have invested all your potencies in the holy name, but I don't have any taste for the holy name. Yesterday I was listening one lecture from Badahari Prabhu. He was telling, you know, uh, wish, we wish, we, you know, there is a shortcut <laughs> for holy name. We, especially all of us, you know, there are so many years we have to struggle to get taste for the holy name. 
you know because you need to be very very pure for holy name to respond because you cannot do any other activities with while chanting right it's very very pure activity so only when one is really pure that's when you can feel the taste in chanting otherwise we can get along you know doing so many services we can be happy doing kirtan we can be happy in class we can be happy but while chanting we cannot be happy because we still are not you know refined holy name responds only when reciprocates only when we are really at that level so he was saying i wish there was some shortcut people devotees ask but he says there is no shortcut other than developing loving feelings for the lord only when we have developed the loving feelings for the lord when we chant with that love and affection that holy name responds so he was saying so of course the whole sadhana bhakti is helping us come to that stage you uh, know chanting is a means as well as a goal but serving pure devotees would give yes happen. exactly yeah yeah that's a shortcut yeah chat yeah, ki yeah. <laughs> yeah because narada narada muni got that way yes right? exactly Serving yes ah, that, uh, taste. taste correct correct mm. okay so then now let's read the second paragraph it's very very nice um, yeah. lord is reciprocally responded to his devotees the lord is reciprocally responded to his devotees when he sees that the devotee is completely sincere in getting admittance to the transcendental service of the lord and has thus become eager to hear about him the lord acts from within the devotee in such a way that the devotee may easily go back to him <laughs> the lord is more anxious to take us back unto his kingdom than we can desire most of us do not desire at all to go back to godhead only a very few men want to go back to godhead but anyone who desire to go back to godhead shri krishna help in all respects mm. so nice right so because of the eagerness lord reciprocates to help him get admittance in the transcendental service of the lord so that he can easily go back to him that the verse tesham satayuktana majatam priti purvakam dadami buddhi yogam tam enamam upayantite so to those who are dedicated to serving me with love i give the understanding by which they can come to me 10.10 bhagavad gita so this point this property is saying the lord is more anxious to take us back into his kingdom than we can desire <laughs> initially when when my initial stages when i heard the statement i used to feel really you no know, i used to feel i'm struggling so much to come closer to krishna you know i'm but my conditionings and my desires are so much pulling me back I, i can't see it i can't see it happening that you know lord is taking great strides to take me back <laughs> no but uh, that's based on uh, he's anxious but he's waiting until we show it in our actions then we didn't come into his exactly <laughs> yeah yeah we didn't enter this radar we have to keep praying and you know serving his devotees so that you know he at least devotees will recommend pray for us then lord will listen or actually lord is anxious but he doesn't show it yet until we show it because otherwise he'll feel hurt again right if he takes us more further to him then we can handle then we'll suddenly go back you see the point that's why we, he doesn't give us advancement until we have a capacity to handle overnight if we become pure devotee nobody else around us can handle us right <laughs> so he give us advancement as much as you know comparative to the way we want to hanker and um the way it works out naturally for us uh, some i think uh, i think i only was sharing this with may i don't remember whom with whom one of mukundata prabhu radhakrishna prabhu 
and they were saying you know you have to wait lord will not make you pure devotee so quickly you have to wait till they were telling <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Through that test, we want everything very quickly and easily. <laughs> so that you know, we have to sustain year after year. Show Krishna that we want you him. Then only he will help. Okay. So then, um, well, let's see. Um, so then, finally, proper talks about uh, yeah. The next two paragraphs we can read from the notes. Where proper talks about how Krishna helps the devotee come back to Him, right? What does He do? So He helps clear the devotees of sins. And earlier, earlier like uh, words we talked about, he, said he cleanses the desire for material enjoyment. But here in this paper, He talks about He cleanses the de- devotee of sins. Because of the sin only, we try to enjoy, enjoy material desires. So you know, if you remove the sins completely, then we don't have material. Desire for enjoyment, material enjoyment separate from the Lord. So that's what Lord cleanses. So we'll read some of the this point bullets. Lord helps the devotee to become free from sins. Lord helps the devotee to become free from all sins. It is very difficult to get rid of desires such as the material sins are a product of our desire to Lord. It is over material nature. Continue. Women yeah. and the wealth are the biggest weakness for the devotees, even the stalwarts. Every living being is associated with such things from the immo- time immemorial. Time immemorial. It takes time to recover from this foreign nature. Yeah. So then, Prabhupada is elaborating some points to say how difficult is it is that to get rid of these desires on our own. That's why Lord has to help us. So, because this, we have been having these designs from time immemorial. So, suddenly one day we cannot on our own get rid of it. Only somehow we appeal to the Lord by developing eagerness to hear about Him. Then the Lord cleanses the desire. That's so it makes it easy. Prabhupada says in the purport that because Lord helps it, it becomes easy. So, here in the third paragraph, last two lines. But when one is helped by the Lord Himself, the whole process becomes as easy as anything by the divine grace of the Lord. So in another, another other processes like karma yoga and mishti, um, what is this? Dhyane, not dhyana, ashtanga yoga. It's all about one's endeavor. You know, we make advancement as much as we can make advancement. But there is no help from above. But bhakti yoga, we make little bit, and Krishna helps so much, then we make tangible advancement. There's a, there is an example like how monkey carries his children versus cat carries his children. Who knows this analogy? Monkey, when it tries to climb, this um, the baby just holds on to monkey. So when it is climbing across, baby may fall down and die. That's how the other Ashtanga Yoga. So it's on their own endeavor. Their the own monkey endeavor. has to hold on to mother. Oh, baby has his to hold strength. on to mother so tightly in order to not to fall. But whereas cat, cat will hold the baby. Baby will not lean to mom. Cat holds the baby from his mouth. From his mouth, and then. So it's in its mom's control, right? Yeah. We will not let the baby fall in any yeah. circumstance. So. so like that, you know, this example is given to understand how Bhakti Yoga is so wonderful and so easy because the Lord Himself is helping us. Because of these desires, we on our own, we cannot get rid of them. We can only know how to contaminate ourselves. We don't know how to purify ourselves. Okay. It's like surrendering. You yeah, surrender. surrender. If we cannot do anything, exactly, surrender. surrender. Mm. 
so that's why you know if you feel more uh, pain that you know i want to make advancement but my conditioning you know i am so sorry lord i didn't realize that i have to come back to you but for time immemorial and in this life also so many years i did so many sinful activities which made me in such a state that now i cannot think of you so easily you know please forgive me please somehow you know you only can rescue me from this situation you can when you help me then i there is hope for me so if you pray like that with such humility then lord will um, you know take uh take notice of us and the first thing how do we get a what is the indication that lord is noticing us do you know what is the first thing lord does when he notices us he sends his devotees to us he gives us devotee association and more importantly he gives us a spiritual master he sends a guru so by mercy of krishna comes guru by mercy of guru we get krishna so the first token of lord's mercy is spiritual master in our life okay so then uh, let's read the like, second bullet point if one is engaged in hearing the glories of the lord he gradually realizes his real position second he gets sufficient strength to defend defend himself from the state of disturbances okay this so uh, hearing about the lord helps because he comes to his constitutional position and he also gets the strength as you were saying uh, srija so he has the strength to deal with the disturbances because of so what we need to do when we are afraid that maya is strong i cannot have i don't have capacity then we have to invest in more and more hearing to get the strength from there then lord is last point lord is more anxious to take us back into his kingdom then we can, we can desire. desire so now many of us don't even have desire but more than we can desire lord is very anxious to take us back home so these are some of the points you know without we'll share any questions or comments or any something anybody want to add practical practical <laughs> practical implementation is that element when we listen to it it feels like oh we should do it we can do it everything comes but the practical like as soon as we go home dealing with the kids gets angry and like everything feels like a piety is all gone <laughs> 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 so it's like i mean i'm trying but it's like as soon as kids do uh, kids do some mischief or like not listening to you or do something mm-hmm. like that's it actually your kids are very wonderful i feel you know very they are very special very krishna conscious very special actually so no wonder you know they are coming from you and prabhu ji so um, okay all right okay mathi ji thank you so much thank you so much mathi ji you made it actually if i were you i am not sure that i'll make it i told me to help me grab some stuff in the garage so it looks house look clean thank you good luck yeah so um Yeah, so what we need to do is we need to act, uh, write down a practical plan mm-hmm. it's not just hearing and going hearing means acting mm-hmm. so immediately we, we are all practical people right we know how to implement things at work there is a project given we know how to implement that so like that we should take this as a mission of our life now i need to accomplish this project of attaining love for krishna if you want to take it like that so what do i need to do practically based on my situation so especially hearing is important so make sure every day at least 15 minutes or 20 minutes you have hearing it need not be dedicated hearing because we all have duties and kids and all those things it may be while cooking i'll play always or sometimes what i do you know i am also so crazy right so i just 
keep it going you know i just play keep a playlist which keeps repeats itself so whenever i come in in that vicinity yeah. something will go into my head yeah. that's how i keep it no as as the time progresses as our situation changes we need to implement innovative techniques to somehow keep the essence rather somehow keep a sanity by by keeping our krishna consciousness situations will be different i can see in my own life right initially i was not even married there was so much time to, i used to sit and listen one hour like this nicely you know when there's no class listen to lecture and hear that was a time after then got married you know all things change and after that kids now everything is changing right everything is changing so but then but that that always that striving nature should be there you know okay unless i hear you know it's gone case i am going to be crazy so you know so i need that food for the soul i need that so how do i get it now what should i do first whenever we feel restless and something is going out of form we should sit back and see check ourselves you know how are we chanting properly are we hearing properly these are the only two things i also always feel whenever i don't do these two, two things properly something is going off track so we should check ourselves am i chanting properly am i hearing properly so if you do that then that's all that's enough actually to get lots mercy and, and, and of it like the every opportunity or the situation is come every situation that is coming we can take it as an opportunity to that krishna is correcting me yes, like, yes. like because especially it's it always happens with our kids like we expect something from them like this is how it should be yes. but things won't work that way so each time that's yes. where like i feel like i get up i chant i do everything like i feel like piety is there <laughs> and as soon as i deal with them i feel i get so much anger it feels like okay whatever i acquired it's gone like right now because i'm not able to put it into practical yeah because that's no big main thing it happens because we are habituated to dealing with them in a certain way yeah. that's the whole problem actually if for example even now if i go back to india talk to my parents i will talk as if i talk before i go became a devotee the way i dealings everything is yeah, are yeah, so yeah, it's because that's how that's the, because that's how the relationship was yeah. when you go back we return to the way the relationship yeah, was yes, it's yes. very difficult to change the you know my behavior towards how they behave it's very difficult unless we are very very but how to how to do it is that's why we have to pray and we have to no first you should first we should try to practice you know when we chant that's what i was also feeling actually uh okay i will share you this this way i think maybe we can stop this right uh, okay so we can end this here um hari krishna so we'll meet next week